You are listening to A Shot of Wrestling Podcast, and I am the genuine article of professional wrestling. And if you don't listen, you are going to understand why you are not the best thing going today. Welcome to a very special edition of A Shot of Wrestling. It is a mini-sode where we're going to give you a small little taste of what our interview with the genuine article Sean Donovan is going to be like on episode 94. He's going to be part of a very special event coming up. It's going to be WrestlePro when they're coming to Brooklyn at the St. Pat CYO Sports Arena this Friday, December the 8th. It's going to be part of that card. Now, the event is at 9511 4th Avenue, Brooklyn, New York. Get yourself a ticket because bell time is at 730 and there's some great matches already planned. Uh, for example, Impact Wrestling Champion Eli Drake will be going one-on-one against Don Moff. LAX, also known as EYFBO. We'll be going against the Heavenly Bodies. Smart Mark Sterling will be going one-on-one with Johnny Clash. Uh, Talon will be going against Falaba. I mean, the card is stacked. Our boy, the Big O, is going to be there. CPA will be there. And like I mentioned, Sean Donovan, he will be there. And he'll be going one-on-one with Cole Cabana. Now, there's a lot of things that we'll be discussing with Sean Donovan on the full interview on The Shot of Wrestling for Episode 94. But here is just a little sneak preview of one of the conversations that we had that will be part of that interview. So, monkeys in the truck, roll the audio. Ladies and gentlemen, A Shot of Wrestling proudly brings to you the genuine article, Sean Donovan. That's probably the the best, uh, I would say, ring introduction anyone's given me, and it's not even inside of a ring. (laughs) You know, we try to do our best. (laughs) So let's dive right in. I mean... The independent scene has also changed in the last few years. Have you noticed a change in in how the independent scene is from when you got started to where it is now? Are any pros or cons? Yeah, definitely changing. I mean, I, I first when I first started in, in 01, um, you know, a, a lot of my time was spent with my original promotion for the first couple of years till I really had a a good foundation, a good base. But once I got out there, there weren't still as many promotions running so i mean for example the places that i bounced around to were uh at a time called nwa new jersey which then became nws was uh ran by the uh famed gino moore and dapper johnny falco um there was the original cwa with jim kettner there was chaotic wrestling which is still putting on awesome events up in the the massachusetts area and and then there were some other offshot promotions that were run by steve carino there was the monster factory at that point was still around being run by larry sharp and mm-hmm. to me that was really it in my early days kind of kind of coming up and and nowadays it seems like on any given night uh saturday that they're at least on the east coast that there's Anywhere between seven and eight promotions sometimes running between New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Connecticut. And it's just it. I think it has changed the landscape in some parts for the good and and some parts for the for the 
for the bad, so to speak, is because when there are so many given shows running and there's so much talent, everyone has to pick and choose yeah. where they go. And I think while to a degree wrestling is on an upswing in some cases the houses that are drawing aren't necessarily um correlating to that and i'm not sure exactly what that reasoning is uh i'm sure there's a there's a lot and it's nothing that you know we would have enough time to to go in depth for because i could probably Mm -hmm. talk about opinions um for hours as to why but there is there is a lot of promotions and and a lot of them have a good amount of talent spread out but for some reason, in some cases, houses just aren't drawing as much as as they should. But uh, it's definitely a different time. It's good for me as I'm as I'm you know back in the thick of it because there's so many different places for me to reach out to and obviously see what the right fit is for me on that on that Friday or or Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, and um, and since the landscape is changing, social media is also a big influence in that, and also trying to connect. Um, the wrestler with the fans is also really important. Now you have a big social media presence and you have your own podcast. So yep. where, um, where the, the ideas come around where, you know, I'm wrestling and doing these weekend shows, you know, let me put out a podcast. Let me get more into social media. What started getting your mind going on those? Um, well, I mean, I, I'm a wrestler through and through. I'm, I'm a student of, of the game. If you want to call it through and through, I, I, you know, 24 seven, I eat, sleep and, and breathe this business from watching tapes, loving to talk about different philosophies. And, you know, I had started a podcast, uh, you know, a while back, it only ran about, um, 10 episodes to where I, I dropped off of it due to, um, you know, some personal conflicts and, and things of that nature. But I just like to have conversations and sometimes the conversations are funny you know when some of the guys in the locker room we talk and and sometimes they can get pretty in-depth about our philosophies and then sometimes our mind just starts thinking about well hey what if this was done this way and and it just it makes for a good conversation but I also like to get to know people in the locker room outside of wrestling a little bit you know what, what makes them tick other than wrestling because as much as I say, you know, I'm I'm ingrained in this business 24-7, I also know how much it can drive me crazy a little bit. So you got to have those other outlets of things that you also enjoy doing outside of wrestling. And I like to figure those into the conversations that I, I have with those. And I said, you know, let me let me take a stab at, at restarting, um, you know, my podcast a little bit. Let me try to get myself into a different platform so that who knows where it can go. And if it goes somewhere in a different direction that could be a little bit bigger. Well, now I'm setting myself up for something to still be in the wrestling business after my my in-ring days are done. Right. Um, and, and if not, it, it's an opportunity to, to kind of get myself out there and, and present a platform form to someone else um to get their themselves out there so if anyone listening might say hey you know what this guy sounds really interesting let me let me go onto youtube and let me let me look at more of his matches or her matches Mm -hmm. and it might say hey you know what i just listened to this person's podcast and i just saw that they were you know they had some really good matches on youtube and they're going to be an event not too far from me let me go check them out live yeah so i think it's a lot of it is a combination of that and again i just i love to talk shop about the business and i'm not looking you know when I do my podcast. I'm not looking for dirt or anything like that. I know there are are some interviews and podcasts that 
that may like to feature some of those things. And that's totally okay. For me, I just like to just talk shop about the business, get to know the person behind the character a little bit. And, you know, if something goes in a certain direction, let, let's capitalize and talk about it if they're willing to. Yeah, well, because we've, we've all had different life experiences that have helped shaped who we are as a character and as a person. Um, you never know where it's going to go. Yeah. Well, I have to admit, I got personally introduced through your social media account on Instagram and it was just something of me just scrolling through and I was like, Hey, who is this guy? Let me, let me follow him. Let me learn a little bit more about him. And literally everything that you're posting, it's like, you're taking us on a journey and going back to, you know, picking which show am I going to be at? You know, I feel that connection now with you that I'm like, no, I'm going to go check out the Russell Pro in Brooklyn on December the 8th, you know? Because my my guy is going to be there, you know, and you start building new loyalties of fans through these platforms, which is great. Yeah, and I, what, what's helping, you know, a little bit more now is, you know, I'm as I'm exploring how to navigate the waters of social media, which is the newest platform nowadays to kind of getting your work out there. You know, I'm trying different things and I'm putting different things out there, you know, relating to to myself or my character. Whereas, you know, when I first started, this platform wasn't available. I mean, when I when I think back and, and yeah, it's it's 17 years ago and it's really not that long ago, even though technically it is. I mean, it was all tape trading. It Mm -hmm. was in order for me to get myself out there, it was mailing and mailing an envelope with a VHS, VHS tape of a couple of matches and a promo with a, with a resume and an eight by 10, uh, to a promoter. Um, or if, you know, someone that had a promotion that was of a name value that was going to be on an event that I was at is being able to approach them and hand them that envelope. Um, nowadays it's so easy to just hit send on an email and fire all that stuff off or send a few links through messenger to someone is is totally changed the game um for wrestling as a whole and i think it's able to help a lot of wrestlers if they utilize social media properly um they can really build a a good brand and a good following Mm -hmm. and i mean a genuine taste of wrestling which is your podcast and a shot of wrestling it's like we could we could open our own bar at this point of course course. (laughs) oh hey if you're willing to put down the payment, let's go have. That's good, right? We need a good strong wrestling bar. How great would that be? Yeah, you know, I, you know. I, I haven't. I mean, I've seen other people put viewing parties for shows, but there's never, there hasn't been a good wrestling bar where it's like a wrestling themed bar. Well, I mean, there's been wrestling um, themed restaurants. Obviously, I think uh, you know Victoria um, had yeah. a, had a restaurant, and there was WWF New York. If anyone was lucky enough to ever. Uh, you know, go to that place, which I was on, on several occasions, but how you know, was you the vibe the- there? Cause I, I am in New York, but I never got a chance to make it into WWE. I, I thought it would be there forever and I, yeah. it wasn't, but, um, how was the vibe there? Uh, it was pretty cool. I, I had gone the first year that it was open several times and maybe once or twice thereafter. And, um, it was cool in the beginning, but like everything, it just kind of cools down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that, that whole thing you talk about a wrestling bar, though, I mean, that's something that's really never been that I've ever seen done is a bar just themed around wrestling. Right. So, hey, you know, that, that might be wrestling uh, themed drinks. Yeah, it, it sounds like it sounds like we're on to something. 
right Absolutely. here. <laughs> we, we may have to talk offline and see what we can take to finance something like that. Absolutely. <laughs> One of the things that I'm really interested on, um, because when you see the green man, you may not notice that there's tattoos and scars. And I feel like tattoos and scars also have their own personal stories. Are there mm-hmm. any tattoos or scars that you have that have a story that you wouldn't mind sharing with us? I don't necessarily have like scars relating. I mean, I, I have a couple of, you know, little tiny scars that are just there from, you know, little things that happened in a, in a match, I guess the only tattoo that I guess I can say that I have, that is like an emotional scar mm. is I do actually have a tattoo on my uh, ring finger that um, I joke around and say that uh, because once upon a time I, I was married okay, uh, and I jokingly say that uh, I was never really into getting tattoos on fingers, but uh I was I was married for three and a half years, and at about the three year mark, uh, I gave in and got a dual tattoo with my with my ex wife okay. uh, on my finger that just says love. And I almost I jokingly say now that I felt like that too basically ended my marriage because it was like after that it was kind of the downfall, yeah, and everything kind of just spiraled. So you know I I look back on it years later and I don't necessarily know if I really truly believe that anymore. But sometimes when I look at it, I just kind of I have some of those pain feelings a little bit. Um, but what I did right after I, I actually got divorced was I got the word live tattooed on the opposite side. Oh, um, cool. Just kind of moving on with my life, saying that you still got to live. So mm-hmm. I kind of took something and, and turned, a, I guess, at that point, what you would consider a negative, And I kind of steamrolled it into a little bit of a positive. So, you know, every day I would get up after that point, I would just look at that side of my finger and it says live. And it's just, hey, you just got to go out there and keep living. So right. thing relating to, to, to wrestling, you know, the tattoos that I have, you know, I just actually had the barbed wire on my arm redone and uh you know, the original barbed wire was something that everybody got done in the late nineties. Yeah. yeah, it was that horrible, you know, Jersey Shore barbed wire tattoo <laughs> and that everybody got. And uh, you know, my friends joking at me, they're like, Hey, what's better than a barbed wire tattoo? Get a bigger barbed wire tattoo on your arm. So um <laughs> You know, found a good artist that could cover that up and kind of bring it to to uh, a whole new level. So, um, but that's really yeah, yeah. No, no real physical um, scars. Just you know, a lot of uh, internal stuff that's happened uh, through wrestling, but nothing that has a, a major story to it. But just that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the cool thing about uh, tattoos, no matter how good or how bad, whether it's a positive memory or a negative memory, I feel like they're they're a timeline stamp. You know, a milestone. Like you know, this Absolutely. was a moment in my life. And you always keep it because you're you're you just have to remember those times and either find a way that you live through it or find yep. a way that it inspire you to get back to that place because it was a good moment. Um, yeah, that's what I did. I, I basically got the other tattoo and inspired me to just keep doing my thing. All right, Sean. So I hope we were able to give our listeners a little taste of wrestling here on A Shot of Wrestling. Uh, but if we wanted to follow you on all your social medias, where would we do that? Sure, man. I, I appreciate it. So uh, I'm around on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Still learning the Snapchat game here, um, but it, all of my handles on that are at Sean Donovan zero one. Uh, and then if you just go on to iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher Radio and just type in Sean Donovan or a genuine taste of wrestling, you'll you'll find my uh, my podcast uh, that is 
Uh, just starting uh, out again, I think we're about to roll out episode four uh, this week. So uh, if you have a chance and want to hear some fun stories, you can go back and listen to the, uh, the first three episodes. And uh, uh, hopefully you'll subscribe and uh, hopefully we can gain some, some good following from it. Yeah, no, and you've got some, have had some great guests on it so far. Um, so yeah, absolutely. There's you some, know, go ahead. Not to, and just to throw them out real quick, you know, talking about um, breakout stars, and, and I, again, I have to throw them out just because it dawned on my head now because I just did my uh, my latest episode that'll be dropping out this week is a gentleman by the name of Josh Briggs, who is out of the uh, New England area. Another another great talent, almost seven feet tall, great size. So um, anybody listening to this, if you haven't heard of uh, Josh Briggs, go check out his work as well. Well, Sean, thank you very much for joining us for a shot of wrestling. Uh, why don't you stick around uh, because we got last call with you. Sounds good? Sounds good. Let's do it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down a minute. All right. I know you're really anxious to hear this last call, but it will exclusively be at the end of the episode of episode 94 when a shot of wrestling features Sean Donovan, the full interview uh, this coming weekend of a shot of wrestling it'll be hitting on itunes and podbean and there's so much more that we discuss it just wasn't about last call uh we go a little bit more into detail uh about as a fan uh what was his favorite wrestling moment of all time how his goals have changed he has a close to two decade career in the wrestling business but how different are his goals from when he started to his goals now um, you know, we always like to ask this question. Wrestling brings people together. And who are his mentors? Who are the friends that he has in this business? What advice does he give out? And what advice does he receive that he still holds true to the, his heart? Um, but that's just a piece of the information because I know you want to listen to the moment that he stepped into the ring with the million dollar man. Ted DiBiase and Jake the Snake Roberts at the previous shows of WrestlePro. I mean, he's stepping into the ring with legends and you have to hear it from the horse's mouth on how great that moment was or how bad that moment was um, because he didn't come out that well. I mean, he's still wearing his neck brace. He's not doing so hot, but he will be uh, this coming Friday, December the 8th, wrestling for WrestlePro or, or, or will he even be able to wrestle? I don't know, uh, but you got to go check it out. It's going to be in Brooklyn. Uh, the Green Man will be there. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll bring some interns uh, along, but we're going to have a great time and it's a great way to kick off the weekend. Uh, so that was our little mini sode. You want more? Listen to episode 94 of A Shot of Wrestling when it hits iTunes and Podbean this weekend. So, like Michael J. likes to say, I think I do it a little bit better. But for Sean Donovan, I'm the Green Man. Green Man out! Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 ha! But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody! <laughs>